The Lowell Green Podcast is brought to you by Shield Furniture and Appliances in Packingham. See shields.ca. Every once in a while, very foolishly, I decide that I'm going to try and find some sanity in the world. So I, I do this worldwide search for sanity. And as usual, I come up pretty empty this morning. In fact, really, really empty. Now, I must tell you, what, John, what started the search, this search for sanity, was the snow yesterday. I'm looking out and saying, oh, my God, here we are, late April, and we've got snow. And so then last night, that's bad enough, I'm watching the ball game, the, the Blue Jays. They're in Boston, and it's cold. It's only 8 degrees Fahrenheit in Boston. The players are all bundled up. They've got balaclavas. You, you can't see Guerrero's. All, all you can see is his eyes. You know, he's got the balaclava and everything. So I'm saying to myself, you know, we, we, we could stand a couple degrees warmer around here. <laughs> so I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute. This, we're, we're, we're sort of impoverishing ourselves. We're changing our entire lifestyle. We're spending billions, make that trillions of dollars, trying to keep the Earth's temperature from rising one or two degrees. But what would be wrong with the temperature in Ottawa rising by one or two degrees, or in Boston for that matter? As a matter of fact, uh, I wouldn't have minded if the temperature had gone up another 10 or 15 degrees, and I'm sure they thought the same in Boston. So it really begs the question, why in the hell are we impoverishing ourselves in this frozen north of ours in an attempt to keep the temperature from rising one or two degrees? I would welcome an increase of one or two degrees, and I'll bet my bottom dollar so would you. I mean, let's be honest. We could use another one or two or 10 degrees. I mean, you know what? If, 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 we re, if we increase the average temperature, let's say in Ottawa, by 10 degrees, do you realize this would only bring us to the average temperature of about Myrtle Beach? It wouldn't bring us anywhere near the average temperature of Florida, where millions of Canadians flock to every year. So what's the big problem with temperature increasing one or two degrees. I would welcome it. I, I say the, the, this, sir, the whole thing is nuts. Nuts. Further evidence, the world has just gone goofy. Now, as, as if, you, if you need more evidence of this, how about this? Vancouver has just hired, I'm sure at a very high salary, a heat expert. This is a woman who apparently knows how to deal with hot weather. And so she has been hired by the city of Vancouver to teach Vancouverites how to deal with warm temperature. Now, my suggestion is, if we really want to know how to deal with warm temperature, just pick up the freaking phone and phone somebody in Florida. Okay? I mean, Florida seems to have been dealing with this for a long, long time. Much warmer temperature. Let me just give you something. Now, don't take my, once again, I'll tell you, don't take my word for it. Google. Google average temperature of Ottawa, and then Google average temperature of Florida. And I'll tell you what you will see, okay? <laughs> the average temperature in Florida, this is daily average temperature, year-round. The average temperature in Florida is 72 degrees Fahrenheit, okay? That's the average temperature. 
average daily temperature in Ottawa, winter, summer, the whole thing, average daily temperature in Ottawa, 44.4 degrees Fahrenheit. Folks, I have news for you. That's 28 degrees different. On average, it is 28 degrees warmer in Florida than it is here in Ottawa. 28 degrees. And we're worried about another one or two degrees in Ottawa. We're nuts. We're crazy. We've gone cuckoo. Well, that's gaga or wacko or whatever the hell it is. We've, it's, it's nuts. So, so what, can you imagine? I mean, she's, she's going to be a heat expert. I mean, they've been, uh, um, no, but uh, talking about Goofy, pretty hard to beat this one. The other day, our esteemed city councilor, where the average IQ is slightly above that of a, well, mosquito. And um, by the way, I saw the first mosquito a couple of days ago. Just thought I'd pass that on. That's a little goofy. So anyway, city council, it's esteemed, of course. They're debating and they're all agonizing over the high cost of housing. we got to do something. You know, people can't afford to buy houses anymore. They're living in their parents' basement. You can't even rent a place in Ottawa. we got to do something. It's Trudeau's fault, it's Ford's fault, it's God's fault, it's Putin's fault, it's Harper's fault, it's everybody's fault. we got to do something. This is what Ottawa City Council says. And then in the next breath, I'm not making this up. I could not make this up. So in one breath, they're screaming about the high cost of housing. In the next breath, they pass a resolution imposing all sorts of new environmental restrictions on new home building, which council admits is going to add 10% to the cost of new homes. <laughs> I don't understand why the cost of housing is so high. My best Homer Simpson. Wow. Can, uh, <coughs> excuse me. Can you imagine? Honest to God, they did this. <laughs> don't take my word for it. Oh, we got, we got to do something about the high cost of housing. Yeah, well, we're going to pass this. It's going to it's going to increase the price of housing by ten percent. Ay ay ay, ay ay ay. But uh, but for pure wackoism, uh, did you read the Ottawa Citizen this morning? Punish yourself. Read the Ottawa Citizen front page <laughs> headline. Some people are uncomfortable with police. Imagine that. Imagine that. Imagine being uncomfortable around police. So you're on the Queensway, you're cutting in and out, 180, 160, whatever it is, cop car behind, oh my God, I'm uncomfortable, we can't have that, let's defund the police. <laughs> so like, you've just robbed a bank, okay, and suddenly, there's about 14 cops surrounding you. My God, I'm uncomfortable, we can't have that, let's defund the police. I'm uncomfortable. We can't have people uncomfortable in this country. Don't you understand? We can't have people uncomfortable. Oh, my God. And then this, this really gets me. This really grabs me where it hurts. We got all kinds of people out there who are complaining about getting a government check back from Doug Ford on their... Uh, Automobile registrations. Kelly Egan in The Citizen says getting a check like this is, quote, creepy. <laughs> I, can I tell you something, John? 
Like, I mean, governments can send me all the creepy checks they want. Me too. This is, this is my money to begin with, okay? <laughs> all they're doing is returning a little bit of money that I sent them unwillingly. But that, wait, all kinds of people are up. So, oh, I don't want this. You know what, Kelly? If you don't want the check, give it to the mission. Give it to Big Brothers. Give it to me. Give it to me. Yeah, sure. I was going <laughs> my line. I had to give Sorry. it to me. Okay. Well, okay, I mean, we'll, split it. we'll split it. We'll get in line behind everybody else. Yeah. But I mean, these, these, these people, I mean, these are opinion makers. Kelly is a good guy. They're opinion makers, but they are so out of touch, at least in this case, so out of touch that you don't understand. This isn't so much about the money. This is about getting government out of our lives. We want less government. If we don't have to fill out registration forms for the government, then let's not do it. And if this means we get some money back, let's get it back. It's our money anyway. But this is just an indication of a world gone nuts. But imagine people so rich that they're complaining about getting creepy government checks. <coughs> Pardon me, that's that <coughs> COVID still hanging on here. Mm -hmm. But, um, I mean, this... Like I, I just couldn't, I just couldn't believe. It. And Kelly's not the only one. I see all, all sorts of complaints. You know, one of the things too to remember is, this is just one small step to get some government out of our lives. And there are people are saying, well, we, we need the money anyway. Yeah, but you, you forget. Okay, we're getting a refund. We don't have to register our cars. But how much money do you think that saves? How much money do you think it costs us in order to register all those people hired to do this? And it is not the government's job to hire people. It is the government's job to do to protect us and to do its best to spend our money wisely. And if that means that we can get by with fewer government agencies, fewer government employees, fewer government tasks, God bless whoever wants to do it. And it ain't creepy. Oh, my God. Actually, John, about the only bit of sanity that I really saw this morning, there's a professor down in the United States. Doesn't matter. His name doesn't matter. About four years ago, a student came to him. As I recall, it was a male student. And the male student said, uh, Professor, I... I, I, refer to, uh, I, I prefer to be called a, a female. I'm a woman. The professor looks at him and says, oh, you know, you're a male. No, no. He says, I, I want to be a male. I want to be a female. And I want you to refer to me as she. And but the professor says, I can't do that. says, the, the class knows that you're a male. Everybody knows you're a male. You look like a male. You're born a male. And you haven't had the operation. You're a male. I'm not going to refer to you as she. Everybody would laugh at me. Anyway, the student sues him. So and and the professor loses his job because he refuses to call a man she. This is the way things are going these days, believe me. It's only just one small example. At any rate, four years later, this is you know that bogged down. How many courts has this gone through? God only knows. Four years later, a court rules in favor of the professor. A little bit of sanity, and they award him four hundred thousand dollars, folks. The only sanity that I could find this morning.
Oh, and by the way, I'm still getting a big kick, talking about nuts, still getting a big kick about the coverage of Pierre Polyev. They, the, the, the media is just it's going going crazy, going nuts. They can't figure out. He's got all sorts of, yeah, we got all sorts of big crowds. Even in Toronto, they jam. He went into a pub there. They, they jammed. People were lined up, and they wanted photographs, and they wanted to shake his hand. I mean, it's almost, he's almost godlike. It's an unbelievable. It's like Trudeau mania all over. But the media is, oh, my God. Well, that doesn't mean that he's going to win. He's going to have, and I see there's a big headline this morning. Uh, he'll, he'll have trouble expanding the... Wait a minute. I mean, the guy, the guy is bringing in crowds we have never seen before. Even, even you know, Justin Trudeau didn't bring in crowds like that when he was running for the leadership. But anyway, that's the folks. If 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 you have seen anything crazier than any of these things, and if you have any good news, like good news of sanity, I would sure love to hear it. John, go through how uh, people get in touch with me. All right. We've got folks watching on YouTube, on Facebook, on Twitch, on Twitter, uh, wherever you would ordinarily post a comment. You posted there. We'll pop it up on the screen. Of course, I cut and paste these, and I send as many of them as low as I can possibly uh, get to them. Uh, and we appreciate your phone calls as well. This is a call-in show, after all, so don't forget that. 613-413-2217. You can also text that number. Diana is on YouTube. She says, super happy that I'm watching live. I've been a big fan for many years. I want to live on the island of sanity welcome to the show glad you found us uh and and to the listener please share 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 on your social media we can never ask you that enough all right lowell you ready for some of the comments yeah just before we do that sure i have one one thing to add here i see that the ontario liberals all four of them or is it five (laughs) um whatever it is it's too many, but anyway, zing, zing. <laughs> they're promising to ban all handguns. Now, this will really, really fix things. As yeah. you know, a lot, a lot of shootings in Toronto, okay? So what it means is if, if you have a, a handgun today, legally, uh, you've had to pass all sorts of tests, believe me. You go through police checks, OPP, city police. Uh, they check your record. You have to take you know tests to make sure you know how to do that etc it's very very thorough and then finally you'll get a registration and you have a you have a right to carry a gun under certain conditions okay so legally if you have a handgun you're you're a good citizen you have been checked out right left and center up the yin yang okay however so you're going to lose the guns in the meantime uh, for $10, you can go down into the market almost any day, or mm-hmm. $20 maybe with inflation, and uh, you can buy as many handguns smuggled in from the United States as you want. So let's take the guns away from the legal guys and make sure that the criminals still have them. It's like, like is there any sanity out there? Ottawa City Council passes a bylaw to increase increase the cost of housing. This is like like Trudeau, Justin Trudeau. You know, everybody is worried about inflation. By the way, inflation, 6.7%. This is the highest it's been, what, in about 50 years? <laughs> so what does Trudeau do in the middle of all this? Adds more carbon tax to the price of gasoline. Talk about, anyhow, let's, let's move on. 
enough insanity. Go ahead, John, please. You're not wrong, by the way. I've got uh, friends of mine who are on the police force, et cetera, and they say buying a handgun is ridiculously easy on the oh. black market. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. None, hey, of these, none of these crimes are happening with registered weapons. Let's be real. I, you know what? I must tell you, this is a true story. This is 20 years ago, and I'm doing a show uh, at CFRA, and we're in the market, downtown Ottawa. Right. And I'm doing a show on hand, and I'm, I'm talking about how easy it is. A couple guys phoned me how easy it is to buy a handgun in the market. And I said, you know, I find this really hard to believe. I think you're exaggerating. Anyway, I went out, and I went around to a restaurant, and as I'm walking along the street, a guy comes up to me, grabs my elbow, and he said, I've got a gun right here. I'll sell you for 20 I think it was $20 or something. That's a true story. I reported this to the cops, but by this time, it's too late. Go ahead, John. Corleen says, once you're a legal handgun owner, your name is run through the Canada-wide database to ensure you haven't committed a crime. They don't even track pedophiles like that. Uh, when I look at Del DeLuca, all I see is the Jokers. That's just me, asks Anne. Eileen says, love the crowds Pierre is bringing in, and the media are not fooling the Canadian people. Let me see. Uh, Charlene says, banning handguns for legal owners will not stop crime. How about cracking down on illegal gun smuggling in from the U.S.? Tougher laws for criminals is what we need. You know, let me just address that. We know damn well where the guns and tobacco, by the way, and sometimes humans, but mainly tobacco and guns, are being smuggled. I mean, one of the key points is right across the river at Cornwall. We all know that. The cops know that. I, I can remember several years ago when we were really on this, and I demanded at the time that we that we have the military go down there and patrol those waters and put a stop to this. Wouldn't do it. They're, they've never, for, for some reason, and this includes the conservative government, never really been serious about trying to stop gun smuggling. I do not understand why. Emphasis on the legal gun owner, poor old guy out hunting the farmer with a shotgun to kill the groundhogs, the handgun owner with all sorts of licensing, go after them, but smuggling across. And I, I'm going to tell you, almost any night during the summer, you can, if you're out on the river, and I, I was on the river a lot, believe me, we had a place in the Thousand Islands, and you'll see this, you'll, you'll see the boats coming across. They're smuggling. They're smuggling tobacco. They're smuggling guns. Go ahead, John. Uh, on YouTube, Ben says, the act of legal sports shooting in Canada is a safe, time-honored tradition. Canadian citizens with their restricted license are some of the most vetted people in Canada. Very true. Kelvin says, let's be honest, guys. Have you seen the liberals do anything that made any sense? <laughs> Craig says, guns and drugs. They just don't seem to care. Uh, you can watch the boat lights at night, says Satan's playmate. Ben adds, banning handguns across a whole province will destroy a whole industry. Firearm stores, shooting ranges, gunsmiths are all jobs and taxes that will disappear overnight. Also on YouTube, boy, we're busy on YouTube today. Tony says, the only thing I know about Pierre Polyev that concerns me is his love affair with cryptocurrency. Give me the gold standard any day. Yeah, but wait a minute. I don't understand cryptocurrency. Nor do I. But, but, but uh, Pierre is very aware, and he's quite enthused. And um, who, who am I or, or anyone to say he's wrong? I mean, as long as you have a choice, if you want to, if you want to invest in this, I mean, if, if I want to go out, I'm, I can bet on sports now. Uh, I can go to a casino and gamble. It's my money. And if I want to invest in cryptocurrency, that's my business. And that's essentially what Pierre is saying. Freedom. 
That's his word, freedom. Listen, if you want to, if you don't want to wear a mask, you don't wear a mask. Okay. If you want to invest in cryptocurrency, go right ahead. It's a, it's it's called freedom, folks. It's allowing us to do what we think, not the government dictating every aspect of our life. Go ahead, John. It's pretty tough for me to argue with someone like Pierre Polyev, who holds a degree in economics. Yep. Uh, Gregory says the answer lies in creative taxation. If the government can't tax temperatures on air, what can they tax? Here's, here's an email from Lisa. Everything, everything. <laughs> don't, don't, don't challenge them on that. They'll come up with something. You know, let me, let me just jump in here. Sure. One of the most successful leaders the world has ever seen was Ronald Reagan in the United States. If you, if you study, you will see that under his administration, the, the standard of living for everybody, blacks, whites, Latinos, everything, escalated dramatically. It was really astonishing. The facts are there, Okay. One of the things that Reagan said, he wasn't able to accomplish everything, but his main goal was he said taxation should be for one sole purpose, to raise money for needed government programs. It should not be used to try and change behavior. And that's what all of these sin taxes are. The, these, these are taxes, they raise money, all right, but they are intended to try and change our behavior. Ronald Reagan said no. Taxes should not be for that. They should be for one reason, to raise money for needed government programs. Go ahead, John. How's the throat holding out there, Lowell? Okay. All right. Let's get a word in for Shields then. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Shields. <laughs> uh, here we go. Whether it's appliances, whether it's furniture, but particularly appliances, whether it's it's a, a, a you know a T-bone steak, they got a lovely little boy. A lot of people comment, you know what, low well, we we don't need appliances, but we thought we'd stop in, and uh, sure enough, they got a lovely little butcher shop. One of the nice things about Shields, their butcher shop, is that it's all local. Okay, it's local beef. It's local poultry, local pork. That's it. Only from, lo and by local, I mean in the immediate Ottawa Valley. They have regular customers. Uh, they they know what they've been doing. I mean, they've been doing since 1947. Shields, appliances, whether you're looking for, as I say, a, a, a T-bone steak, or how about some other specially made sausage? But once again, I have to come back to appliances. These, these are the, if you're looking for an appliance of any kind, please, at the very least, that's all I ask. All I ask, give them a chance. Check out the price, check out the quality, check out the service. In the end, you'll probably end up buying from Shields. Go ahead, John. All right, we're kind of bouncing around a few topics here. Uh, Corinne says, Pierre Polyev has stated he's against central bank digital currency and will be seeking to ban their use if he becomes prime minister. Uh, back to YouTube for Tony. He says, I'm tired of being led by people who have been educated well beyond their IQ level. Not that Pierre Polyev falls into that group. Uh, let's go back to that email I was referencing, Lisa. And by the way, the address here is Lowell at BlastTheRadio.com. Lisa says, Lowell, there are an, any number of people out there who wouldn't know the difference between piss from paint. So a temperature expert doesn't surprise me at all. Being politically correct has dumbed people down. But I just want to go back to that. And I want you to think about this. All of this, and we're, we're going to, they now say that we're going to be spending over a trillion dollars trying to keep the temperature from rising more than one or two degrees. What possible damage would one or two degrees warmer be to Canada? Now, you might say, well, it, it wouldn't be good for some of the other countries. But you know what? They have adapted very well in Florida. They've adapted very well in Panama. They've adapted very well in Brazil. Somehow or other, people in these warmer climates seem to do very, very well. Uh, and so what we are afraid of, 
I have, well, it's pure ideology. But just think of it. The average temperature difference between Florida and Ottawa is 28 degrees Fahrenheit. On average, Florida is 28 degrees warmer than it is here in Ottawa. And we're worried about increasing the temperature two degrees here. That would mean there's only, what, 26 degrees difference. Unbelievable. Go ahead, John. Hey, a few weeks ago, I was doing my show in Sarasota, Florida, talking about iguanas falling from trees because they were freezing and what to do if you find a frozen iguana on the ground. So, I mean, you know, I don't think the people in Florida would even mind a couple of temperatures or a couple of degrees well, temperature I, rise. I, there's no question. I mean, I've been in Florida when it was damn cold. You couldn't go anywhere near sure. the beach. So, I mean, they have they have cold weather as well. So, but what I'm saying is that the temperature, and it's there, just Google it yourself. Don't believe me. 28 degrees is yep. the difference. Go ahead, John. I've driven through a snowstorm in Myrtle Beach. You referenced Myrtle Beach earlier. Uh, Anne says, no governments will do anything to stop even illegal activity by natives. I think they're coming from a reserve on the U.S. side. That is why the U.S. doesn't care about it. It should be stopped. I heartily agree. But until a Canadian government gets some balls, it won't happen. It is ridiculous that this is allowed to go on. Most of the crime in places like Toronto are from these illegal weapons. Someone should send Del Duca a memo. Regarding guns, Coraline says Del Duca is an uninformed imbecile. Charlene says banning handguns for legal owners will not stop crime. How about cracking down on illegal guns smuggled from the U.S.? I think we Precisely. Read that. Yeah, I think we read that earlier, but there it is again. Uh, Eric says, Pierre, finally a possible PC leader that is not invisible like the previous two. Josh, you know, yesterday, but just let me, sorry, John. Yep, no, I apologize. Uh, yesterday, I, I said that I had a, an idea as to which would account for the uh, unbelievable popularity of, of Pierre. And a number of people uh, came up with some suggestions, and they're probably all right. But I think the main reason, the main thing about Pierre is that we have a guy who stands for something. We may not agree with everything that he stands for, but in an era when our leaders seem to vacillate between this and that and stand for nothing, including a couple of recent leaders of the Conservative Party, Pierre stands for something. Some people may not be too clear exactly, but we understand, we understand, hey, this guy stands for something. At least there's something against which I can weigh my opinions. I think that that is one of the main reasons. Guy stands for something. God, the world cries out for somebody. Take a stance. That's one of the reasons why the president of Ukraine is so popular. This guy stands for something. That's a great example. Stands for something. Yep. You know, even, even if it cost him his life, it stands for something. Churchill stood for something. You know, Reagan stood for something. Tear down that wall, Mr. Gorbachev. You know, go ahead, please, John. Well said. I appreciate that. Uh, Ray says, can you tell the difference between 70 Fahrenheit and 72 Fahrenheit? <laughs> exactly. Kelvin says, if Brazil's getting more warm, then let them worry about changing their ways. Mike has a good point. If things get warmer, it's less oil and gas for heating your house. Uh, Joshua says, if the temperature rose, would science not eventually create new crops to handle it? Uh, back to YouTube. In 40 years, when resource wars really start happening, Canada is high on the hit list. We have land, oil, water, trees, uranium, and no military to protect any of it. Let me, let me deal with crops. As you know, I have a, you know, I have a background in agriculture. Of course. And I, I've heard this argument before. Oh, if the temperature it warms up one or two degrees, we won't be able to grow any crops. Let me just tell you something. 
they grow some really great wheat in the Midwest of the United States. They grow wonderful corn in the Midwest of the United States. They grow all kinds of fruit and vegetables in California. They grow all kinds of fruit and vegetables and wheat and everything else in Florida, where it's much, much, much more. So don't give me this bullshit about, oh, Jesus, it's going to destroy crops. Come on. Have a look at the world, for God's sake. Go ahead, please. Uh, by the way, we're running short on time. Anything that I don't get a chance to read to Lowell, uh, just have confidence, listener, I will package that up to an email for Lowell to read. David says, there's so much hate towards Pierre, it's almost as bad as it is for Trump. It's frightening. Uh, Leanne says, stands for something, common sense. Uh, we had a very cold winter in Florida this year, says Tom. During the day, it only reached 65 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, I do not believe the polls that put Sheree ahead of Pierre, says Tony. And Pierre has more brains in his little finger than Truno has in his whole body, says Eileen. Let's go to Joshua. Legal gun owners are the problem. What does a ban do on illegal guns? The real problem. Liberal logic at work. Rob, I believe this is the first time we've heard from you. Welcome to the show, Rob. Thanks for your contribution. He says the main reason Kelly and others would be uncomfortable with Ford's check for refunds of the plate renewal fee is because it's the Canadian psyche that as long as I'm paying lots of taxes, my life is more secure and will be better. Governments know this and will always have no problem collecting lots of taxes from the silent majority of Canadians. Well, at least I'm glad that that Kelly Egan is one journalist that that doesn't really need that hundred and whatever it is dollar check. That's uh, good. I mean, I, I'm glad to know that there's at least one journalist out there making enough money. He can turn down government money. Go ahead, John. Uh, Peter, the anti-Pierre people are just Trudeau followers in fear. One less day in power for Trudeau. And you make a good point, Lowell. I have heard that why would Canadians not want the temperature here to be warmer? It would increase the amount of habitable land we have here. This whole climate thing is predicated on idiots who can't think for themselves. Common sense says it is complete bullshit. Craig, if it's hot, get out the sun and remove your sweater. Good grief. <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad idea. We're flip flops. <laughs> you want a couple more before we wrap things up? Here? No, that's 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 great. The old right, voice sir. is giving out. Thank you very much, folks. We'll be back tomorrow. The Lowell Green Show is seen and heard live around the world at 2 p.m. Eastern. Connect with us online at blasttheradio.com slash Lowell Green. Can't join us live? Download the Lowell Green Podcast. Available on Apple, Spotify, Google, and more. Ask your smart speaker to play the Lowell Green Podcast. This is a production of BlastTheRadio.com.